VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. And welcome to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Right here on voiceamerica.com, we have a great show for you today, and it's a specially pre-recorded program for you, so you won't be calling in, but I know you'll enjoy it. You know, this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and, and getting the support you need and really making your dreams come true. That's what Positive Living is really all about. That's what we do each week. You know, I've been doing this program now for seven years. I was ahead of my time on the Internet because I really felt that the Internet and Voice America was where it was going in terms of the future. And I was right. They started with about 20 shows, and now there are probably about 200 shows on Voice America. And I'm, I'm very happy about this because it gives us an opportunity to really show some wonderful, positive programming, programming that inspires you and uplifts you. So certainly... Uh, go online and look at other programs by Voice America, but certainly listen every week, Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern to Positive Living. Now, today, my guest is Gina Mazahillier. She's a journalist, an editor, a writing consultant, a dance enthusiast, and a partner founder of Ifany Works. Ifany, Ifany Works, and we'll get the pronunciation from her soon. Her book is really interesting. It's called Everything Matters, Nothing Matters. For women who dare to live with exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity. Welcome, Gina. Hi, Patricia. I'm so happy to be here. Tell us how to pronounce this word, please. It's the epiphany? word epiphany. Yes. Okay, epiphany, and... like a light bulb going off uh, on top All of your right. head. So and it's E P I P H A N Y W O R K S dot org. Correct. Okay. That's the name of my inspired event planning company. Okay, now Gina, what's interesting about your book is that you're really talking about, you know, all of the demands. We have so many demands. We struggle with a life that isn't our own. We feel overworked, underinspired, and lost. You know, uh, among the demands of our spouses, houses, kids, long hours at the job, and what happens is that our creative spirit becomes squelched and devalued. And we're forced to choose sometimes between what we, you know, what we want to do in our heart, our intuition, and what's right in front of us practically. Right. So we just put that on the shelf and we say, that's okay, we'll do that later. But it takes something out of us, doesn't it? It certainly does. I think it dampens our spirit because we're born as creative beings. We're born as souls that want expression in a unique way. Each one of us has a soul that has a unique expression. And I think when we don't honor that and get to know ourselves well enough to know what that truly is, it's almost like we're missing an arm or a leg. There's a part of us that's missing. We're not completely whole until we discover that. Mm-hmm. And your whole book is about that. Your whole book is about finding that part, or should I say reclaiming that part? Reclaiming because it's with us all along, and being able to reclaim it, or if you want to use the term, discover it for the first time, because not all of us have the ability to know who we are and and what what our gifts are and what we're here to do when we're younger, in our younger years. Mm. 
I have a friend whose daughter uh, has known that she wanted to be a dancer from the time she was seven or eight and just got accepted into a corps de ballet in California. And she's lucky because she was in touch with her, her soul's desire at, at a very age. early age. But most of us, it takes a lifetime to figure out really who we are and how we can serve in the world. I think that's the purpose of life is to figure out who we are and how we can mm. serve. Mm. Okay, Gina. However, I'm going to paint you a picture. Here's a, a woman uh, in a relationship, let's say a marriage, midlife, raised her children, the good wife, the good mother, secure. I'm using that word in big caps, screeching caps, and bold, secure, mm-hmm. stable. Um, and life is dull. She's not really fulfilled spiritually. She's not really fulfilled in her relationship. Her, she's not really fulfilled, but she is secure. She thinks about maybe doing something different, and she freezes out of fear because she says to herself, in quotes, the devil I know is the better than the devil I don't. <laughs> and I'm secure. I have a beautiful home. Let's not rock the boat. Okay, Gina, have you heard that story more than once? It's amazing how many times I've been hearing that story when I'm out talking about everything matters, nothing matters. It's pervasive. It's really common. Yeah. One of the things that I say in the book is that, um, that true peace comes from knowing that you are not secure but safe anyway. So maybe we don't have the material world things that we think we need to be secure. And as you're saying, the, the spouse who has a husband who is providing for the family and she feels safe and ensconced in her, her domain with her kids and her dog and her cat. But those are outward manifestations of security. True security, I believe, comes from turning within, which is chapter four of my book, and knowing that 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 core part of ourselves, that core essence, which is, in my opinion, a connection not just to our creative spirit but to uh, a higher power or the divine, as I call it, that we are always secure. We always have a sense of peacefulness and tranquility within ourselves. And then the outward manifestations of that security are really just a bonus on top of that. Okay. So when that woman comes to you with longing in her eyes and fear in her face, (laughs) what's the first thing that you tell? What's your advice of something she can do? Because the big step is too big, and you can see that. Uh So how does she lead up to it? What can she do? What's a practical thing she can do? Well, I guess the first thing that I would ask her is, what, what is it that you want? What do you want? And what do you hear when you ask that question? Well, too often I hear things that are more on the superficial level. Uh, I want um, I want a better job, or I want a, a nicer house, mm-hmm. that, those sorts of things. And, and so I challenge the person that I'm speaking to, to to dig a little deeper. No, what do you really want? What is it that you must do before you die? What is it that's non-negotiable in your life? When you strip away everything that's essential and what's not essential, what is there remaining? That, is, that speaks to the essence of who you are. 
again, this is this is a big picture question that I'm that I'm asking. It's not something that you arrive at overnight. And, and, and that's what why are the what are those more core essence answers? What do they really say? Do they say I'm looking for connection? I'm looking for peace, I'm looking for harmony, I'm looking for love. Are those the kinds of answers you get when you dig deep? Love is always at the core of it, yes. Uh, everyone wants to love and be loved. That, that is really the, the meaning behind why we would want anything in the world. It's, it's to express love or to receive love, to be in that reciprocal process. But it's more individualized for each one of us how we share that or how we expose that in ourselves. And so maybe one person's way of loving and receiving love is to be uh, a fantastic homemaker and to have four or five kids and, and to be the president of the PTO and to, mm-hmm. to go to their son's hockey games and really relish the experience of um, uh, being the, the manager of the hockey team or my daughter's in marching band. So I see moms who are uh, band booster moms who are in their essence when they are doing that. And that's who they are. That's how they give love and receive love. Mm-hmm. For other people, it might be leaving the corporate world and pursuing something that is more a passion of theirs, such as an artistic uh, ability, painting or writing, And as in my case. And I see this a lot, too, that people seem to pursue a line of uh, work that they reach a point in their life where they realize it's really not their life's work. It's not really what they're here to do. And so that's the question that that I ask people to help answer for themselves is, what do you want? What is it that your your heart is calling you to do? Do you find that it's hard for women to tell you that, that it takes a while to dig down and find that, Gina? I think it's easier for women to tell other women. Uh It's harder for women to tell the man in their life. And because I'm they not think sure. they won't understand? Not understand, not really be able to view the world from the feminine perspective, which is a very unique perspective. Um, and in, within that perspective, women are very much the caregivers. So us pursuing our passions means perhaps giving up something that we're doing for others. And we have a really hard time doing that because we're the caregivers. We want everybody to be fed and cared for and tucked in at night and all of those things. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a little bit harder for women well, to, to take that leap. And we're going to talk about this after the break, is, you know, when you talk about this book, which is Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, The Women Who Dare to Live with you Exquisite Calm, Euphoric Creativity, and Divine Clarity, this does not just come from you interviewing and talking to other women. This comes from your own amazing experience of things that happened to you in your life all in a row that were very difficult. Yes. And how you were able to pull yourself out of that and find your true creative spirit. And I, I'd like to talk about that after the break as an example for women to say, look, you know, I'm writing this book, but I went through it. And that gives it, that gives it the power to know that we can do this. It also, however, does take a lot of courage and strength. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. But that's fully living, to live in your courage and to be able to walk through your vulnerabilities into the realization of the strength that you have that you may may not realize you have. That's really living. Well, and I think, too, and I think that the closer that you get to your dream, 
I think the more your vulnerabilities and the things you fear most come up. Because you have to face those. What do you think? Right. Yes, and our dreams are very personal to us, and so we have more of an emotional attachment to them. And, yeah, and that brings up our our vulnerabilities and pushes some buttons in us. Meaning, for example, if someone really wanted a life of their own to be an artist and it meant leaving the relationship, well, they'd have to face their greatest fear of leaving the relationship, leaving security, and leaving, you know, that, that lifestyle. And yes, but so. it's possible. I, I was just on a panel with a woman colleague who was a very successful uh, partner in one of the largest law firms in Pittsburgh here where I live. She had the corner office. Clients paid her big bucks to sit down and consult with her. She ended up leaving that career to sell Mary Kay Cosmetics. And she did that because she was so stressed out from the career that she had in law, and it was so counter to who she was in terms of what really spoke to her, what spoke to her heart and her soul, Mm -hmm. that she left it because she was becoming physically ill. And she's so in her essence now, if you would see her, it's just amazing, but she had to endure people in her life, her colleagues, her husband, uh, her extended family and friends, her entire community, basically saying to her, you're ruining your life. You're leaving this fabulous career to do what? Sell cosmetics? Mm-hmm. But, but she found the courage to do what it. made her heart sing. We're going to take yes. a break. My guest is Gina Maza Hillier. Her book is Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, The Women Who Dare to Live with Exquisite Calm, Euphoric Creativity, and Divine Clarity. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm especially pre-recorded program for you today. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Real Talk with Marcy Mason. A refreshing and charming talk radio show for all of you entertainment enthusiasts. Whether you're stargazing on Hollywood Boulevard or in the stands cheering for your favorite team, Real Talk is here to satisfy the curiosity of the dedicated lifestyle and entertainment enthusiasts by giving everyday people the information they crave about what's going on in their communities and the world around them. Don't miss Real Talk with Marcy Mason, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Want pure inspiration and great ideas for action? Want to become successful beyond your hopes and dreams? Then tune in to Millionaire Mentor with best-selling author, one of the world's leading women entrepreneurs, and host, Luann Mitchell-Halter. Luann and her guests, all masters of global inspiration, share their secrets to manifesting and positive daily mental exercise principles. From how to get affordable health care to billionaire mentality and bankrupt no more imagery, Millionaire Mentor dares you to live the life you love and love the life you live. 
Millionaire Mentor with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcasts each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Millionaire Mentor, achieve your greatest heights. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. We have a specially pre-recorded program for you today, so you won't be calling in. But it really is inspirational. You know, this program is about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. That's what positive living is all about for all of us. We all have challenges, and it's how do we get through them and how do we stay strong and how do we get the support we need. My guest really talks about that today. Her name is Gina Maza Hillier. She's the author of Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, for women who dare to live with exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity. And she is an, an author, and she's co-author of The Highest and Best and Romancing the Future. You can log on to her website at everythingmattersnothingmatters.com. And, uh, and Gina has been through a lot of um, struggles in her own life, so she really can tell us how we can dare to go for our dreams and to be creative. And she's a journalist, editor, and writing consultant. Her website is epiphanyworks.org. E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y, works.org. Welcome back, Gina. Hi, Patricia. Okay. Now, you've had your own story, I mean, which was actually probably the catalyst for you writing this book. Yes, the, the story, I was living the story of what was going on with me and writing notes to myself in order to make sense of what was happening in my life, all of these extraordinary experiences of opening up to what, what I would refer to as my spiritual path, um, of getting to know myself and really answering those deeper questions of who I am and what it is that I want in my life and how I can serve. And so I was keeping notes to myself, and it at some point transformed into uh, the draft of a book, and that's how the book actually came to be uh, in, in draft form and found its way into the hands of a publisher that was also it's a very miraculous story. Um, but, yeah, that's how it happened, just... Living the experience. Well, I um, originally, what happened was I was on a road trip for business, and I was intuitively told to take my tape recorder, which I typically take as a journalist. I interview other people and record them on this uh, digital voice recorder. I never record my own voice, but I was told this day to bring it along with me and to keep the radio off, and I did. I, I tuned in and I listened to what I was being told by by God or goddess, and three and a half hours later I had uh, this very long file of information that I went back a few months later and transcribed and realized that it was a book outline. Mm. And so I started taking some of the notes that I had on my Word files that I was keeping to myself about these experiences that I was having and just sort of weaving them into this outline, almost like a jigsaw puzzle coming together. And at the end of it, I had met up with an editor at 
Book Expo, which is the largest book expo in the country for the trade, for the publishing trade. And she ended up giving the manuscript to her publisher, and one day I got a call that uh, they were offering a book contract. Hmm. So I never formally submitted it to be published, but it found its way into the world. So, yes, it's an interesting story. So what I'm getting from that is that if you believe in, in fate and you believe that everything has a reason, and it was meant to be, because it kind of happened out of your hands. And add to that that there was another book manuscript that I was actually formally shopping around to agents and publishers wanting to, to publish that manuscript at the same time, and that wasn't coming to fruition for whatever reason, and this one out of the blue happened to come to fruition first, and I think it was totally meant to be that way. Hmm. So, Gina, let's go back. Let's go back to what's in the book in terms of everything matters and, and nothing matters. What you're saying here is that, in a way, you remember the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. You're saying, really look at what's important, what's really key, and what isn't let go. And you also talk a lot about working with a mentor and being able yes. to do this. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Yes, well... It, the everything matters part is about not sweating the small stuff. The nothing matters part is about it's all small stuff. When you look at it from an eagle eye perspective, um, everything does happen for a reason, and, and we call into our lives different experiences that we have because on some level they're there for our growth. Um, working with a mentor, that chapter is about my personal experience of meeting um, an energy healer from Brazil, who became a catalyst in my intuitive development and my spiritual progression, um, opening me up to higher ways of thinking about consciousness and about the meaning behind the experiences that we're having, and knowing that they're not just on a physical level, that there's an energy field around us that affects us and that we're all connected with this energy field. But working with a mentor isn't necessarily, in my opinion, just working with a particular person. It can be going to a support group like AA. It can be having a group of people that you meet with of like mind, which is something else that I do. I meet with members of my community once a month, and we talk about these topics of setting intentions and living our higher story and how to do that. Um, It can also be tuning into or, or discovering a really terrific author. Uh, I talk about meeting Dr. David Hawkins in Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, and he was a catalyst for me, again, in learning about these topics related to human potential and higher yeah. consciousness. And I had the, the honor of eventually meeting him and interviewing him for an article. But even just reading his writings, Power Versus Force and the other books in his it started out as a trilogy, but now there's five or six books that he's written that are very powerful material that you can glean wisdom and even just absorb and the Dr. vibration. David Hawkins is someone who you know lives with a tremendous disability. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say that you know some would say he lives in bliss all the time, mm. <laughs> um, but he has been through so much in his life. It's incredible. His life story is just incredible. Yes, and what's amazing there, what you're saying, what I'm hearing for listeners is not just find mentors, but find people who've really been through a lot and who've achieved. Find those role models. 
find those people who've done it because that's how you get uplifted. And stay away from the people who are downers and will look at you and say, oh, Gina, what a terrible thing you've just been through. Now, it may be a terrible thing that you've been through, but how do we then look at that opportunity and that obstacle so we can stay up? Because if we go down into the abyss and we stay there, we become immobilized. Well, we have to make a choice of the kind of people that we want to be around, and that is based on knowing ourselves as well. Um, just of what I've been going through in in my personal life over the last couple of years, I've set some intentions around the experiences that are happening to me and making choices about who I want to be around in terms of um, positivity or negativity, people who mm-hmm. bring you down and drain your energy versus those who um, hold the light, so to speak, and see the goodness in all things that happen. Because as I say in the book, it's really not about what happens to us. It's our response to it, which we can control yes. um, to respond and not react. And more importantly, who we are going through those experiences. So who do we want to be going through those experiences? But if I can add one more thing, having a mentor is just not referring to a guru or a professor or an esteemed teacher. In this day and age, it's my belief that we're all teachers and we're all students. And I'm writing Everything Matters, Nothing Matters from the standpoint of a a quote-unquote normal person, um, a, a working mom going through experiences in my life and learning from them and wanting so so much to deeply share what I'm experiencing with other people because I see that these themes are universal, that many women are going through them as well. And so it's important to remember that we're each other's teachers. We're all students and we're all teachers. Right. Now, another thing um, you talk, as I said, in your book definitely about mentors, and, and we've talked about that. You also talk about, we have a few minutes before break, about witnessing. What do you mean by that? That is, witnessing is the gift that we receive through going through the process that I talk about in the earlier chapters of setting intentions and and doing a daily practice that helps you to clear your mind and, and to get into that space of release, of letting go, and paying attention, which is Chapter 3, where we work on mindfulness. We work on being able to be in the moment or to be here now, as Ram Dass would say. And at some point, you move into what I call a state of contemplation, which is where you're able to kind of lightly observe yourself going through your own life. So you're able to be in experiences that you're having, you know, front and center in the experience, but at the same time stepping back and being able to observe yourself going through the experience. And it's really a beautiful way to live because you find that you don't have to take things so personally, um, and you find that there's really no judgment in that witnessing perspective. Everything just is. It's not good or bad. It just is. Right. And, uh, and also, it takes, when you can do that, then it doesn't take anything out of you, as you would say. It, it's, uh, it allows you to be calmer. Neutral is the word I use. You know, just to um, neutrally observe things, like, hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead of feeling the mm-hmm. emotional assault of things that would otherwise really take us for a tumble, um, to to just kind of be in that space of 
observation and saying, okay, that's interesting that that happened. Now, what are my options or what are my choices based on this thing that has just happened? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a, a different way to live than what I see. Most most people react. You know, something happens and, you know, you see this in your daily commute, um, road rage and people cutting you off in traffic and, and experiences yes. like that. Yes, we do. Um, people react instead of stepping back and, and impartially observing what's going on and having a chance to um, make a and choice with how they respond. Stress. All right. My guest yes. today is Gina Mazahillier. Her book is Everything Matters, Nothing Matters. For women who dare to live with exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity, you're listening to a specially pre-recorded program of Positive Living. You won't be calling in, but um, please do write to me, Patricia at RaskinResources.com, and I certainly will answer you. And you can also log on to EverythingMattersNothingMatters.com, which is about my guest, Gina Mazahillier's book. All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. We all know that somebody. They are always in a great mood, always smiling, always getting exactly what they want. What if that somebody could be you? Let Andrea with an I help you find your personal bliss every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Explore the endless possibilities of using the law of attraction through faith, trust, and support. Tune in Wednesdays to Ask Andrea, the law of attraction in action on the Voice America channel. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. This is a specially pre-recorded program for you, so you won't be calling in, but you certainly can log on to my guest website, which is Everything Matters, Nothing Matters. And we have a really great show for you today. My guest today is Gina Marza Hillier. Her book is Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, for women who dare to live with exquisite, exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity. 
And we're talking today about women who are, you know, overworked, un- under-inspired, just uh, their creativity and their spirit has been squelched or devalued or injured. And so what Gina writes about in her book is how we can use daily practice, tuning in, working with a mentor, and to really transform our lives so that our life will have not just meaning and value, but inspiration even to us. Welcome back, Gina. Hi. (laughs) Gina, talk about your own life, if you'd like to, in terms of uh, how you were really an example for this transformation, that you're not just telling women to go out and pursue their creativity and their inner life and their dream, but this is something that you've done and that it's, uh, it's had its challenges. Right. Well, I'm trying the best that I can to walk my talk, and God is giving me plenty of opportunities to do that. Um, what I had started to share with you earlier today is about uh, what has happened in my life since publishing the book. And it's interesting because... I find uh, the courage and a way to put this message uh, that is personal to me out into the world, the message of everything matters, nothing matters. And it's interesting because it's almost like uh, God has upped the ante on me and said, okay, Gina, Mm -hmm. nothing matters? Okay, let's test you on that. Let's see how deeply you can live this philosophy and how much you truly have faith and believe in this philosophy because this is what's going to, if you're going to be of value to other women, then you must walk this path with them. Mm -hmm. And indeed, uh, since publishing the book, I would say that I've had one of the most tumultuous years of my life. Um, In some ways, it's been wonderful to be on book tour and to be out meeting other women and sharing this gift of my book that is something that is very dear to my heart. On the other hand, um, what I discovered right upon publishing the book was that something was happening with my 20-year marriage, that my husband had made the decision to be involved with another woman at his work. And I had a choice. Again, as I say in the book, it's not what happens to us, it's our response to it. And I had a choice at that point when I confronted him about that. And I chose to try my best to to be unconditionally loving and to be open-ended about what the outcome would be. And so I talked to him about it at first and immediately, within, I would say within a day, was telling him that I, I still loved him, I forgave him, but that there were some things that he needed to do because I didn't condone the behavior. Mm-hmm. And for him to turn within and to look at his, his shadow and to really answer the question of why he would choose to make this decision. And what happened there? Well, he, he gave counseling an effort for about two weeks. <laughs> and um, and then it I think he got back. scared. I I truly think that he just started to try to confront his demons, and it frightened him, Mm -hmm. and he shut down. He shut down the process. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sorry to say that for him and and for our children, too, because um, it's as if he he was at a precipice where he had the opportunity to leap off and to look at his own um, internal challenges and to face them and become a a better person because, again, that's, that's what we're here to do in life is to learn and to grow. 
and to help each other. Uh, but that didn't happen. He he made the choice to continue on with um, working with this woman until they eventually both were let go from their positions. Mm. And um, things just sort of spiraled down from there. Um, at that time, his his father, my father-in-law, died suddenly of a heart attack, and that brought up family issues with him, um, having to heal family issues that he hadn't dealt with. There was an onslaught of uh, emotional uh, challenges that came one after the other, um, and all right, really. Let, let's um, and all right, give give us the challenges, and then I want to ask you systematically what you did because you know this is very difficult to deal with. You can yeah. talk about it and you can explain it to me as a very matter of fact situation. Mm-hmm. Yet I know firsthand when you go through something like that that it is it it knocks you off of center. And so what did you first do? Not only when you knew it wasn't going to change, but when you said other things started happening. I know you wrote about your best friend's daughter was killed and or yes. committed suicide and that yes. uh, there were issues that went on financially in terms yes. of you having to carry the ball when you hadn't before. So everything right. was on your shoulders now. So right. uh, now you found yourself in financial straits and uh, along with the emotional loss, you had financial loss. What was the first thing you did? Well, my dear friend Jennifer, who I talk about a little bit in the book, has this saying. She says, it's all about me for all of us. Mm-hmm. And what she means by that is that everything begins with the self. Every, everything that happens in our life is, I believe, the result of something that we've called into our life. And so while it appears on the surface that this situation was happening to me, uh, a, a spouse who was not loyal, the first thing I did, to answer your question, the first thing I did was to turn within myself and to say, okay, what is my role in this? What is it that this circumstance in my life is trying to tell me about something that I must do for myself to be the person that I was meant to be in my life? And I prayed deeply. I uh, upped my meditation practice. Um, just for the sake of remaining calm and being able to clear my head every morning. And the answers certainly came to me. And, and what of course, were some of them? Yeah, of course they have to do with me because, you know, in circumstances like this, it's so easy to blame the other person. Well, if you wouldn't have broken my heart, I could forgive you. But really it's in some way mirroring back to us something that is going on with us personally. And the answer that came to me on the deepest level is not that I wanted my husband to go out and have an affair, but on some level, I felt that this relationship that he and I had was, uh, as we talked about earlier in the program, was dampening my spirit, um, that, that he was not my greatest fan, that mm-hmm. some of the things that are very fundamentally important for me um, as a spiritual being and as a creative being, were not things that he even agreed with. Mm-hmm. And so, so you for weren't me, feeling supported. Exactly, exactly. And there's, again, nothing in the material world that would have, when I reached a point of realization that I'm not living my fullest life yet still, uh, and being with this person, I have to leave this relationship in order to be 
the person that I'm meant to be. When I reached that point, there was nothing in the material world that could keep me, not mm-hmm. the finances. Um, the, the only thing that I felt that I needed in my life was to have my kids with me. Yeah. Uh, I have two teenagers, and to make sure that they were supported and cared for and that they were okay going through this. But speaking just for myself, I reached a point where I realized, yes, on some level, I did call this into my life for the purpose of... So you took the responsibility as well. Yes. That's so what, what I'm you saying. was your part, because you're saying that we're all connected and we all have something to do with it. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to Gina Maza Hillier, who's the author of Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, for women who dare to live with exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity. You can log on to Everything Matters, Nothing Matters. And then there is another website as well. And that one is um, GinaWriter.com. GinaWriter.com, G-I-N-A, Writer.com. All right. And there's an Tiffany one as well. TiffanyWorks.org. Okay. All right, folks, you're listening to a specially pre-recorded uh, show today of Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Very happy to be here. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, my name is Aaron, and I'm a survivor of mannequinism. Mannequinism is basically when you turn into a hard plastic shell. They say it's from not being politically active. For me, it started when I didn't register to vote. And then I stopped volunteering, and before I knew it, I wasn't doing anything. And that's when I found a small patch of plastic on my right shoulder. Protect yourself from mannequinism. Log on to fightmannequinism.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. All Things Music with composer and songwriter Tara Tucker brings to the Voice America channel music genres not typically heard on your FM radio dial. World music, folk, indie, classical, religious, early medieval. What you won't hear is top 40, rap, or rock, or celebrity news from the streets, or the tabloids of Hollywood. Each week, Tara will showcase a different musical style, the musicians who perform it, the history behind it, and she promises to broaden your musical horizons. Tune in Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific to All Things Music with Tara Tucker on the Voice America channel. Attention swimmers, get out of the water. Dude, is that? It's a pair of thunder thighs. Big ones, too. That mom who's been swimming a lot with her kids must have lost them. Whoa. I heard about this happening once up at Laguna. Small step number 54. Play with your kids. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back. You are listening to a specially pre-recorded program of Positive Living. And I'm Patricia Raskin. You won't be calling in today, but the wonderful website is everythingmattersnothingmatters.com. 
I have a great guest for you today. We're talking about really tuning into yourself so that you can fulfill your creativity, so that you can really be the person that you were meant to be. Sometimes it's very difficult when we've been in long-standing situations, but many of us these days, particularly women, are struggling with a life that's not our own. We feel overworked and under-inspired and lost, and often our creative spirit has been squelched, devalued, or injured, or just not paid attention to. My guest, Gina Mazahillier, in her book, Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, really talks about how do you get your spirit back. And it's an honest, I mean, it's an honest assessment because she's been through a lot in her own life. And she looks at intention, daily practice, paying attention, turning within, working with a mentor, witnessing, and finally, her last step is integration. Welcome back, Gina. Hi, Patty. Let's talk about integration. Integration is where all of these steps that you mentioned come together and, um, being able to integrate that exquisite calm that we're working towards with our daily practice and paying attention into every aspect of our lives, whether it's a work situation or raising our children or managing our home. And as we spoke about before the break, one of the most important things to do in terms of integration is taking responsibility for our own choices, uh, for our own happiness, and giving ourselves a pat on the back, too, for all the things that we're doing right in our lives. I think sometimes as women, we forget to do that because we're doing so many things every day for so many others mm-hmm. that um, we don't realize the, the beautiful, profound, loving effect that we have on others on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So um, taking taking a moment to cut yourself a break is, is what I'm no, saying. It's, it's interesting because, and I don't talk a lot about my own life on my shows, and I'm writing about it, but... I've noticed that I made a major shift in relocation back to my roots, which is about 500 miles from where I was for 15 years. And sometimes when I get up in the morning and I take things for granted, like look at the friends you've made in a short time. Mm. Look at how you know your way around. Uh, look at the growth in your career. Look at the, the, uh, you know, the family near you. I mean, I think sometimes I don't even see that. And it's really taking stock of, in fact, what have you achieved? And, gee, I was really afraid when I came up here to learn all the roads and maybe the snow that I'm not used to again. And I got through that. And we often don't take stock of those little things which can stop us so they become big things. Which comes back to something else that I talk about earlier in the book, which is gratitude. That's a million-dollar word these days, but it's, I think it's an important word because it's, it is such an important concept to be able to, um, in your daily practice, even if you're not praying or meditating or journaling, to just take five minutes in the morning, even if it's in the shower, to just be in a state of gratitude for everything that is in your life, just being happy for what is. And when you do this every day, you, you find that, there just are so many things to be grateful for. Um, myself, I start with my health because I feel if I don't have my health, I can't do all the things that need to be done for my children and at work and extended family and so forth. So, yeah, it's, it's really uh, it's, it's important to, to look at the, the good side of everything that's happening in our lives and, um, and f- focus on that and... You know, it's easy to to give in to the naysayers, but there's always something to be thankful for, and we truly are blessed, especially in this country. Yes. Even in these hard economic times, would you like to address that? Yes. 
Yes, I would, because it's so interesting what's going on and um, in terms of the election and just the financial markets and the huge adjustment that's having to be made. And, and I see it as symbolic or almost a parallel to the fact that we do need to simplify. We do need to find what's essential and what's not um, as, as a community, as a nation, as a people, as a humanity. And, um, and that means more, uh, I think that there needs to be more equilibrium in terms of uh, distribution of all of the abundance that we have. Um, and th- I think that we're, what's happening now with the economy is hopefully causing us to get back to that, that space where um, we're able to buy what we need and be resourceful with things that we do have mm. and take care of the planet more, which is so important, uh, and, and not be so extravagant with waste and so forth. Mm. Uh, and at the same time, realize that, you know, we're in this together and we're all to help one another. Yes. Mm. What's your message? If you'd like to leave our, our, our listeners with a message today, what's your message? If they get one well, thing out of this program today. There's so, there's so many, but I think that what's coming to mind is for all of us, especially as women, whatever situation you find yourself in, to tell yourself the truth about things. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself the truth about your life as it is. Tell yourself the truth about yourself mm-hmm. and what it is that you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept in your life. And to be the change that you want to see in your home, in the world, and uh, to continue that daily practice to a point where you can find the courage within you to um, make the changes that you need to make in order to be truly who you are because when we're whole and fulfilled in ourselves, we're able to give more and be more generous with others and the world's a better place. Absolutely. And what is your message for the men listening to this show? Although your book is for women, Mm -hmm. what's your message for men? Uh, it's a very important message. I encourage men to pick up Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, because even though the, ta- the subtitle is geared towards women, it's a book that applies to anyone. And these seven steps that I talk about are universal. They, they really are for anyone who's wanting to um, rediscover or demystify themselves and live their higher story. And so I very much encourage men to pick up a copy. And many women have passed the book on to the men in their lives, and I've heard a lot of reader response from men. So obviously it's hitting them on some level, and I encourage men to read it as well. And uh, how can people find you and hear about your workshops and your book and get more information? Everything is on my website, everythingmattersnothingmatters.com. There's a blog. There's an excerpt from the book. And um, it's also available on Amazon.com, Borders.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. Okay. All right. And, Gina, are you giving workshops? Yes. I have been um, touring around uh, on the West Coast and the East Coast this year. Primarily right now, when this show airs, I will be in the Pittsburgh area doing workshops. Um, You could check out BookTour.com to find out what I'm doing across the country, and also on my website. I have a page that is updated that talks about my appearances and um, shows like this that people can tune into and listen to. I really appreciate you coming on the program, and just want to give people your websites again. Everything Matters, Nothing Matters. Yes, EverythingMattersNothingMatters.com and Gina Ryder, G-I-N-A, 
W-R-I-T-E-R.com, and also epiphanyworks.org. Okay, wonderful. Well, I really want to thank you so much for being on the program today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Message. Thank you. Stay my pleasure, and thanks for all you do, Patricia. Thank Quite a you. pioneer in this field, and I'm sure it's appreciated by many people, and I thank you so much for the honor of being on the show. Oh, thank you very much. That means a lot. Thank you. Stay on the line. My guest today has been Gina Maza Hillier. She's the author of Everything Matters, Nothing Matters, for women who dare to live with exquisite calm, euphoric creativity, and divine clarity. I just want to tell you folks that my website is patriciaraskin.com or raskinresources.com, one and the same, but we've made it easy with my first and last name. And I have a video I have blogs and newsletters. I have three radio shows. I'd love you to take a look at those. They're all positive living with different guests on each one. And oh, we have some amazing people on the program. I've been doing this for 25 years, and I really get the best of the best, of people who will help you to really, really transform your life. Remember, this show is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. You can also write me with your positive living stories. I would certainly love to hear from you. And, uh, and that would be, and I will, I will write to you. And, uh, and if I can't, I will certainly write back and say, I'm busy, but I've gotten your email, and I will get back to you. You know, as I say at the end of each show, and you can listen every Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern, as I close each show, I always say this. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and really know you can make your dreams come true because you can. You know, you've helped me make my dream come true, and by doing that, I'm helping you make your dream come true by bringing all these incredible people to you each week. For Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin on the Specially Pre-Recorded Program. Stay tuned every week. I love you all. Have a wonderful Monday and a great week. You've been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com.